Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 215, and today we're going to be talking about five reasons to reconsider having two or more Amazon sellers accounts. I'm going to give you the pros and the cons. I get this question a lot, especially when first starting, and then they get started, and then they want to roll out more than one brand. So I want to talk about that. I want to give you my thoughts and kind of uh, what I think would be the smart move, especially when you're just getting started, all right? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. I want to remind you that the show notes to this episode are uh, over at theamazingseller.com forward slash 215. There's transcripts there for you as well. I know a lot of you have requested to have them, so now they're provided for you. So please go over and download them or go check them out at the podcast because they're there for you. I actually, I met a lady in, I may have already said this story, but I'm going to say it again. I met a a lady in uh, Miami who said, Scott, thank you so much for adding the transcripts because when I'm at work, I can't listen. So what I do is I read. (laughs) So I thought that was kind of funny um, that she's actually reading these at work and she can kind of skim through. So yeah, definitely go check out the transcripts. I I created them for you. So this way here, you guys can can consume them anyway. um, Or sometimes you just want a written form and you can put them into your notes or whatever. All right. The other thing I want to remind you guys real quick is about an upcoming workshop. Okay. The workshop is going to be on June 16th. So depending on when you are listening to this, we're getting very close to that date right now from when this airs, but June 16th will be uh, one of my last workshops for about four to five weeks, maybe six weeks, depending. I'm going to be moving, so I'm going to be taking a little bit of time off from doing any workshops um, or any any online training for that matter, okay? So if you want to attend that workshop where I cover exactly how I went from no product to finding the product to sourcing it and then to launching it and then now what I've learned from that and then making it a simpler process and that's what I really go over on these workshops so if you want to check that out and you want to hang out with us and register head over to the amazing forward slash workshop and you can register for that one on June 16th which is a Thursday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern time now there will be a replay for that one we normally don't do replays but the reason why I'm doing a replay is because I get a lot of people that want to listen or watch uh, the the actual workshop, but they're in different time zones all over the country or all over the world, and they want to uh, to be able to see it. We don't normally do that because I get a ton more questions than I already get, but I'm going to be doing it for for this reason. Number one, I want to make sure that everyone can see it because I'm not going to be doing one for a while, and the other thing is, is we are going to be closing our registration for our class, our private label classroom, so I wanted to give everyone at least that one last opportunity before we end up closing the registration until we reopen again in mid-July, all right, because that's about the time that we're hoping to uh, to get open back up again, so just want to let you guys know that as well, all right, and the one last thing I have to mention here, I did an interview not too long ago, episode 209 with my father, Papa V, I'm doing the air quotes, um, who Dom Sugar actually gave him that nickname and it stuck, so uh, I think he's trademarked it now too, by the way, uh, but uh, yeah, so that interview got a lot, a lot of, of uh, you know, response. A lot of people said they loved it, um, that they loved hearing more than just about how to build an Amazon business because, you know, that's kind of what we talk about in e-commerce businesses and stuff. Um, so I'm going to sprinkle in a little bit more of those as we move forward here with the podcast. I asked on Periscope one day and people were all like, we love that type of stuff. We love mindset. We love figuring out more than just about the tactics and the strategies, but also what it takes 
to build a business and to maintain a business and how to grow. And that interview with my dad really kind of broke down his journey and also what he taught me through that process as growing up and seeing what he was doing. So if you guys have not checked out that episode, definitely go listen to it. Uh, Again, that is episode 209. So you can find that at theamazingseller.com forward slash 209. And the show notes to this particular episode will be 215. So that's theamazingseller.com forward slash 215. All right. So let's go ahead and dive into the question of Scott. I want to, I want to create more than one seller's account because I have one idea for a brand over here and I have one idea for a brand over here. So first off, let's do a timeout real quick. You guys can't see me, but I've got the timeout sign. Like I'm a basketball ref, like I'm blowing the whistle timeout. Wait a minute. There's one thing that we just said, right? I'm going to be starting two different brands. I have an idea for brand one and an idea for brand two. So that's the the first thing is, is we're we're way too far ahead. We're we're not even there yet, right? And that's one mistake I see a lot of people make is they they want to, you know, take the idea and, and automatically start both at the same time. And the problem with that is, is you've got two different things going now. So you have two different things to maintain when you haven't even got one rolling yet. So I would pick one and start there. All right. Now, the other thing is Amazon doesn't really like us to have multiple sellers account. Now, will they give you one? Yeah, they'll give you one. You just have to give them a good reason uh, that you want one. And it could be, well, my wife has her own business and she's starting over here and I have my own business over here and we're launching, you know, our own businesses. That's totally possible, and Amazon will probably say, fine. Um, they are going to want you to have separate you know, entities, though, d- different business entities, or it's going to be at first, maybe your social security number is all that they will need, okay? But here's the deal. When you're first starting, I don't necessarily think that that's going to be your best move. Now, if you are at the point where you've got a brand that's up and running, and you're feeling pretty good about that, and you've got three, four, five products that are running, and you feel like you got it under control, well, then if you want to do that, then go for it. I personally would probably take my efforts and then start building my external channel, which you guys are going to hear me talking more about in the future, but I would probably start focusing more of my time as, okay, how can I now build out my own brand outside of Amazon? How can I, you know, grab some Facebook ad traffic and bring it to uh, an offer that gets people on my email list and then I can uh, kind of send them through a nurture campaign where we talk about, you know, how to give more value to that that particular customer, how to get them to know, like, and trust our brand, how to give them value so then they're going to want to come back or right then and there, they're going to want to buy our product uh, that we have that surrounded the content. Like, all of that stuff is what I'd be focusing on because that's where the real growth can happen. Uh, I was just at an event in Miami, and you guys heard me probably talk about that, at the Seller Summit, and I sat down with a seven-figure um, Amazon seller, and, uh, you know, his main thing that he really stressed was, and the reason why he's so successful is because he's built the outside channel and he gets 25 of his traffic, 25% of his, of his sales from Amazon and 75% of his own sales uh, funnel and traffic and, and e-commerce and all of that stuff. So again, you really need to understand where you are at and is it going to detract where you are? Okay, so the better option to me right now is if you're thinking about testing out another brand, just have a generic brand on your seller's account. So it could be XYZ Wholesale. And then from there, you could do a brand that is about kitchen uh, utensils, you know, maybe like the garlic press, right? Or, and then the next one could maybe be about uh, fishing gear, right? So now you're into sporting and outdoors. So you could have two different brands underneath 
your main brand that you have that you've registered with Amazon, okay? And then that way there, when you launch a product, it's going to go underneath that one brand. It's not going to go necessarily just as your main brand. Your main brand will be housing both of those, okay? But those two different sub-brands are going to be on their own in a sense, okay? But it could be part of your main brand, if that makes sense. Hopefully, that's not too confusing, all right? Um, now, the other thing that you could do is, let's say, for example, you're not doing it with your wife or your husband, and you're doing it with a partner. Well, that partner could then go and get their own seller's account, okay? And that's that's an option. So if you're going to do a partnership, you might want to do that. It's going to be easier process because then they're, it's going to be in their name. It's going to be in their, their social and all that stuff, but you're probably going to want to have some stuff in writing and all that stuff, Okay. And, and again, that might be an option too, that if maybe you're going into a partnership with, you know, uh, a, uh, a partner, uh, maybe you're thinking about building a brand and then selling it. That's going to be easier to sell because now you can just hand off the keys to your seller's account in a sense to where then you can just sell it off and you're kind of done. And then that partner's, you know, information gets changed and then it gets, it gets uh, turned over to the new seller or the new owner. All right. Now here's the other thing to consider. All right. So when you're scaling a business, okay. And for those of you that are brand spanking new and you're like, Scott, what do you mean by scaling a business? What I basically mean is growing the business, okay? When you take something that's kind of working and then you scale it and then you start to build it even bigger, okay? So things of that nature could be like building multiple social accounts, okay? Or most multiple, uh, you know, social media accounts. So if you're doing it for one brand, then you build out a YouTube channel that demonstrates your product or it gives you the face to the brand or then maybe it's Instagram because that maybe that's where your audience is hanging out or maybe it's Pinterest, right? So all of these different channels are great channels in some markets, but those are things that you're going to be doing to scale your business uh, and also build brand awareness and all that. But guess what? It takes a lot of work. Okay. So now imagine if you're building multiple brands or even two brands, now you've got two Instagrams two Pinterest, two YouTubes. You've got all of that stuff. To me, again, I wouldn't be building out multiple brands on multiple sellers' accounts because it's going to make it a lot harder, okay? And that's why I always try to tell people, like, when you're going into this, try to build it out with the idea in mind that you're building a real business that could have these different platforms eventually, okay? Then again, moving forward, like I said, Let's say that you're going to start going down the road of taking Facebook ad traffic and you're going to turn that into potential customers and then into a customer and then you're going to lead them through like some content. You're going to build like an external funnel is kind of what I what I call it or a channel that you're going to be able to control. Well, again, that's going to take some work. It's going to take some effort. It's going to take some learning, right? Well, imagine doing that with another brand, especially if you're not up and running. There's so much that we can do to build out uh, you know, our, our current brand. There's so many things right now that you're probably not even doing or maybe even thinking about doing. And I know this because, you know, recently when we were in uh, Denver, we had a private event. It was 30, 30 businesses, Amazon businesses, and it was called TAS Breakthrough Live. It was amazing, by the way. And if, uh, if you ever want to attend one of them, you might want to jump on the waiting list or the pre-announcement list because uh, we're actually going to be doing another one here. Uh, we're not quite sure when, but it's, it's 
it's getting it's getting uh, kind of worked out right now. But you can find that at at, uh, at theamazingseller.com forward slash live, and you can go check that out. But anyway, let me get back to it. So by being there at this event, like I had sellers there that were doing eighty thousand dollars a month, but didn't have any of this other stuff that I'm talking about. They didn't have really a, a huge social um, awareness or a social presence. They didn't have an external funnel built. They didn't have you know an external channel started to where they can sell on their own platform, right? So because of that, it shows me that you're just getting started. Even if you're doing $80,000 a month, you're just getting started. I just actually had a conversation the other day with someone that's in our private label classroom who's doing $400,000 in revenue a month. And guess what? He doesn't have a funnel built yet. That's like it's like his next thing, but he's not there yet. He's not doing it. He's, he should be doing that. And, um, you know, Scott, if you're listening to this, his name is Scott. If he's listening to this, that is definitely something that uh, we should definitely be working on. I think you already know that. But, again, I just want to let you guys know that a lot of people say, like, oh, I've got this great idea for a brand. I'm going to do it. i got another idea for a brand. I'm going to do it, right? So you have all these great ideas Sometimes that makes it where it's less effective because we're not as laser focused, all right? So staying laser focused is key. So whenever you're thinking about that that next brand, there's different, you know, different times or circumstances that it's a great idea, right? But at this point, it might not be the best time for you. And you really have to decide that yourself. I just want to give you kind of like the big picture here of what you could be working on within your own business or your own brand that's currently, you know, starting to get some momentum. Like, don't stop that momentum. Like, continually grow and scale that. Now, if you want to start that extra, that that other brand because you have a great idea and there's a partner that wants to go in with you on it and they want to start helping you with that, then that might make sense. And I'm currently doing something like that and it, it's working, all right? But you you have to have a, a good relationship. You have to understand what partnerships are all about. You have to have some stuff kind of worked out, right? Um, but again, I just want to give you guys the overall picture. And I think a lot of people that are at this point will probably agree there's a lot of things that you could be doing that you're not doing yet, right? Because you just haven't gotten there yet, right? Like building out these external channels and building out the social platforms and and starting to engage and starting to write some really great content or having it written and bringing your customer through, you know, through the journey. So this way here, you can educate them further. So they're going to be more of an advocate for your business and, and being able to control Facebook uh, traffic or Google traffic or any of that stuff. Like you can probably agree that there's a lot that we can still do that we haven't even tapped into. All right. So the option, like I said, is to do a sub brand. So if you have a great idea for the next product, just put it as a sub brand under your main brand. That's that's kind of what I would I would probably recommend. All right. But the key is here staying laser focused. All right. That's key. All right. So here is the five reasons I've kind of distilled them down a little bit. But the five reasons why um, you may want to reconsider this, uh, because not just thinking about everything I just covered, but there's some some other things that's going to make it a little bit more difficult, okay? So number one is if you start a brand new uh, seller's account, you're going to need another EIN number um, or you're going to need an LLC or both. Uh, so again, that's going to complicate things a little bit there on, on the front of that, okay? So that's number one, okay? You're going to have to go ahead and do that. Not a big deal. You can do it, okay? I'm not saying it's not possible. You can totally do it. But again, we have to ask ourselves, is why am I doing this and is it the right thing to do right now, all right, to have to go through that that work in order to get that, that entity set up. The second part of that, number two this is, need, need another checking account. So now you got another checking account 
with money that's going to be funneling into this checking account. All right. So then with that checking account, you got to, you got to balance it. You got to, you know, basically have all that stuff kind of on the books and all that stuff. So you have to have another checking account. So that's to me, another thing that is there again, if it's the right time and it makes sense, not a big deal. Okay. Number three, insurance. You're going to need some more business insurance for that business. It's a separate business now, right? You're going to probably want some liability insurance for that business as well. So now, see, everything doubles at this point. Everything is doubled as far as the amount of work, but then also the different, the I guess the different elements that go into having a real legit business, all right? So that's number three is your insurance. Number four, sales tax. And we're not going to dive into this too much. If you guys want any more information about sales tax, head over to Tax Jar. A ton of information over there. But just to kind of keep it simple, both businesses, you're probably going to be collecting sales tax. So guess what? You got to register your business in the states, uh, you know, that you're going to be collecting sales tax. All right. So a whole nother thing. All right. So you have to maintain that or have someone else that does it for you, or maybe it's the partner, whatever. Uh, so, and the fifth thing is accounting. And it kind of goes back to the checking, but you know, checking accounts, but really it's like you have accounting software. So whether you're using FreshBooks or QuickBooks or I use Wave Apps, whatever you're using, you're going to need that account, right, to manage that business. You're not going to mingle the two together. You're not going to have those two kind of group into it because you're not going to know what the numbers are, right? So all of those things are, to me, they're, you know, big reasons of why you might not want to do that right now, right, depending where you are in the process. Again, I'm not shooting the idea down completely. I'm just saying most of you listening are probably not there yet. Um, so I would recommend not going down that road yet. I would do maybe a sub-brand uh, underneath my main brand, but obviously I'd want it to be like related to the main brand. So if your main brand is XYZ Wholesale, well, you can sell fishing rods, you can sell garlic presses, you can sell all of these different things under these sub-brands um, and then that way there, you're kind of protecting the entire brand or everything is funneling into the one brand, if that makes sense. Um, again, this can get really complicated. I don't think it has to, but I think if it starts to feel like it's getting complicated, I would then kind of, I guess, pull away from that and I would focus on what is what is the the thing right now that you should be focusing on to give yourself as much growth as possible, as fast as possible. That's, you know, that's where I would go. Where the, wherever the momentum is going, that's where I'd go. All right. Now, the other thing I want to remind you is that, you know, you're going to have more to manage. Bottom line, right? You're going to inventory. You're going to have to manage more inventory across that other brand and your current brand. Your social platforms, like I said, if you have social platforms, if you're there, then you're going to have to, you have to manage those. Your banking, like I said, all of that, right? All of that. So you're managing more things now. Okay. And again, like I said, I've said this before, I think that building a product line can be a better business model long term. Okay, because I think if you can take a market again, let's think about what we're doing here. Let's say that we're creating products that serve a market. If we're finding products that serve a market, then we can build content around these products that are serving the market. Right. So if we're selling a garlic press, obviously we're going to be talking to or we're going to figure out exactly who we're talking to. But for the most part, we're talking to people that that love cooking. And if they love cooking, then how can we serve them better? How can we give them recipes on a regular basis? How can we share some cooking tips with them? How can we give them quick meals because they're busy? Whoever the market is, we want to figure that out. And then we want to serve that market on a regular basis. All right. Whether it's 
fishing. Let's say that you're selling a fishing rod. If you're selling a fishing rod, well, you're probably going to want to have fishing tips or you're going to want to have, you know, the five things you need to know before you buy a pole. And then you're going to give them all of those different things, right? And you may be saying, well, Scott, I'm not the expert. I just, I know that this market is really a good market, but I'm not the expert. You don't have to be. You can hire writers that can help you with that, content writers um, and all that. So again, I can go on and on and on about that because I believe that The next phase for any business on Amazon is really the external content marketing. It's where you're taking people through, uh, educating them through a funnel to then get them to engage with the content and keep coming back to the content. All right. And if they come back to the content, there's more chance. I mean, wouldn't you agree that there's a better chance for them to buy something if they come back on your website five times versus once? Right. So just think about that. Once someone signs up for an offer, let's say that you're giving away, let's say that you're giving away a fishing rod. Okay. And you're going to run a contest and you run a Facebook ad to that contest. And then from there, the contest, you deliver like, Hey, you know, before, uh, you know, we announce the winner next week, I wanted to give you five tips to, you know, catch more fish this or Maybe it's a specific, or, you know, here's five tips to catch more bass this weekend. Right. And then they're going to consume the content. And guess what? While they're on there, you, they may go to your store and see that you sell, you know, um, uh, fishing lures or hooks or certain line or any of that stuff. Right. So again, we got them in from a contest. We, we've qualified them. And now we're going to give them content that's going to build out over time. That's going to educate them. And they're going to also say, wow, this company is really cool. Or this person, maybe it's you, um, on video or maybe it's you, uh, with a picture of you in that, in that post that is, is educating them. So again, I can go, I can go through, uh, this for hours because I love this stuff and I think it's definitely, uh, the right way to do it moving forward to building out a real, you know, full fledged business. Um, you know, so that's, that's, that's just me personally. And I think that anyone that is taking this serious is going to think about that. All right. But once you start getting traction, on a skew, okay, then you're going to want to start adding other skews to then support that one skew. So again, like I said, if you're selling a fishing rod, well, it's going to be fishing line, fishing lures. Uh, maybe it's going to be a fishing pole, uh, you know, bag, or maybe it's going to be the, the, uh, what, what's it called there? The, uh, if you're on the boat and, uh, you know, the fishing pole storage little, uh, you know, unit there. My father used to have a bunch of them on the boat. You know, maybe it's that. Like anything that goes around that product, you could sell as the additional products. And that's building out your product line. And Amazon gives us a lot of that information, right? If we go to that listing and they say, you know, frequently bought together, well, that's a pretty good indication of what it is. Now, the other thing you can do is go into Facebook fan pages and look into those markets. There's a ton of them out there, I'm sure, in your market. You start to understand in the market. You start to see what they're buying with this or what they're requesting that they wish. Or maybe you can become a part of that Facebook group and then start asking questions. You know, like, you know, uh, what's the best way to do this? And then you can get ideas and then you can see the response, all of that stuff. Um, there's a ton that you can do. But again, building out that product line to me is the smart move versus launching another brand right out of the gate. Um, unless you see that that product that you started with, that product brand isn't going to pan out. If it's not going to pan out, you're right. Switch gears and pivot over to brand two and start building out that brand with the same intentions in mind of then growing that brand outside of Amazon. All right. So I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. All right. It's still a great way on Amazon to test and verify products. Okay. If you want to test other random products, okay, just use, okay, your one brand and test products on there. 
okay? Again, if you can make it generic, that's going to make it better, okay? And this could just be like stage one, right? So stage one would be like you're, you're testing these various products on XYZ wholesale, and you're going to see what product sells. It might be in five different markets, all right. So from those five different markets, you're going to say, oh, wow, the, you know, the, uh, the garlic press one where people are cooking, that one's really taken off. So I've tested a product. It, it's going well. I'm going to start serving that market. And then you're going to maybe move to stage two. And again, that can be after you found that product. And then you can start building out that product line. So I get a lot of people to say, well, I've got like five ideas for different products. Well, they're, they're products, but they're markets. So understand that you're serving the market. And if we serve the market, then we can decide, okay, is this product uh, going to have other products that could be sold together? Um, and that's that's the big thing here, right? And you guys hear me say it, and I've, I've kind of said it multiple times here again, it's about the market. If you guys are in the supermarket or the grocery store and you want to get ideas of markets and kind of how, like how markets are served, go over to the magazine rack, all right? There's... Believe it or not, there's still a magazine rack over there. I pass by it all the time. It's for our, for us, it's in our store. It's over kind of by, um, kind of like the paper goods, right? So you go over there and I do, I'll, I'll glance at it. I'll be like, wow, there's one there for woodworking. Huh. That's a market, right? Markets are, are where products are being sold inside of that market, right? So you can get ideas. So if you're in a certain market right now or you have one product that's kind of doing well, ask yourself, Who is the market? What are they buying outside of just that one product? I can almost guarantee there's going to be multiple products, right? So it just depends on, you know, now if it's, you know, if it's something that uh, I guess is just a one-off thing and you know that there's not going to really be a market for it, it's kind of like they they just buy it once and then you're not going to really be able to sell them anything. And I don't know if there's really anything out there that's like that, but if there was, then yeah, you probably don't want to, you know, go too, go too deep and too wide with that one. Um, so again, you know, you just have to understand that you're serving a market. And when we're talking about brands, you want to really think about, okay, if I build this brand, can I build this thing outside of Amazon as well? And if that's the case, then we have to think about this right now. When is the right time to start on brand two, right? Or brand three, right? It it just really depends. Me personally, I think the best way to do that if you're not doing it yourself is to partner up with someone um, with, with, uh, you know, with that other brand because it's going to make it easier for you to maintain the two. Now, if you're, if you're going from one brand and then just scrapping that one brand and going over to another brand, that's a different story, right? But you will need help once you start to build out, uh, you know, these, these brands or even make your brand bigger, uh, like I, like I said, I, I mentioned uh, you know Scott. Uh, he's, his last name is Thomas. I've had him on the podcast as well. You know, doing crazy numbers right now. He's got his brother as his partner, and they're they're hustling. I mean, just to keep up with inventory because they're selling so much, and you know they're having a tough time with managing how much they need to order and how much they they need to uh, you know run you know other specials or brand building. Uh, you know their external channels, like all that stuff, like. There's so much that goes into building a real brand that you need to ask yourself, when is the right time and when should I be considering another brand? And for me personally, right now it's at the point where it's where I can partner. So if I can partner, add my expertise, um, and then help build a brand, that might make sense for me. But for me right now with everything that I've got going on, with the multiple businesses that I have going on, you know, not just inside of Amazon, I need to ask myself the question, you know, how can I do it without it taking up a lot more of my time? 
And I think you need to ask yourself that same question. And not to mention the five reasons that I said that you should consider, which are the main reasons, uh, which are kind of like, you know, the nitty gritty is really like, number one, having an EIN number or another LLC, uh, then another checking account, then having additional insurance, uh, you know, business liability, sales tax on both businesses, accounting, like those are kind of like the nitty gritty stuff. But really, like I said, building out the external brands so they can so they can grow, right? So you can build something that can go outside of Amazon. That's what you really need to ask yourself. So it was kind of like a long-winded answer, I think, because I get the question like, Scott, when would you roll out another brand? Or the other question is I get, when would you roll out product two or three? Uh, you know, And that question really comes back to, well, how well is product one doing and have you already maximized that to its fullest and do you have the capital to roll out product two without taking away from product one? That's what it really comes down to. All right, guys, so I mean, I can sit here and ramble all day long, as you guys can see, because I really think that focus is 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 the, the, the name of the game. Focus is the name of the game. And when you start to see some traction, when you start to see some momentum, that's when you can start to decide when is the right time to switch gears or take your Amazon business that you started with and then pivot and then start adding the external channel and the external funnel, the content marketing, all of that stuff, your e-commerce, all of that stuff. When is the right time? And I think you're only going to be the one to, to be able to answer that question truthfully. And I think you need to ask yourself that and see where you want to be and uh, and what you're currently doing to build that business. So uh, yeah, guys, that's it. That's going to wrap up this episode. This is, uh, again, it's a great topic about just building out external channels and stuff. And I'm going to be talking more about that. A lot of you said, Scott, I want to know more about that. Everyone that I met in person um, at these events and said, Scott, you know, when are you going to start talking about, you know, marketing our products outside of Amazon and all that? And that's coming. I'm just going to let you guys know. I'm excited about that. We've got some tests going on right now, um, some funnel stuff. And if you guys don't know what a funnel is, you soon will. Um, but it really is a way for us to be able to control the amount of of traffic, the amount of sales, uh, and really able to to refine and tweak a business that doesn't just rely on Amazon. All right, so I want to remind you guys too, if you wanted to attend that live event, one of the last ones I'm going to be doing for a little while, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. That's going to be on June 16th. So if you're listening to this after June 16th, the next one after that will be sometime in July, late July or mid-July. So you can still register. Uh, You'll just be put on the notification list. But uh, if you want to attend the upcoming live one, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. You can register there. Again, that's where we go through the process to launch a product from start to finish, how to promote it, all that good stuff. And then from there, I also answer some live Q&A. Would love for you to attend. Would love hanging out with you. I want to remind you guys too, uh, the other thing that I've been doing quite a bit is periscoping. If you guys have not hung out with me on Periscope, you guys are probably going to want to hang out with me over there because we definitely have a lot of fun and uh, I just do some some uh, random rants sometime about stuff like this or something that just happened. It's kind of more live where I'm able to kind of, you know, if something happens, I can kind of get it out there really, really quick and, uh, and then be able to just kind of converse about it back and forth, answer some questions. So definitely check me out at uh, or on Periscope and you can find me by heading over to periscope.tv 
forward slash Scott Volker. You'll find me right there. And uh, Snapchat, I'm uh, at Scott Volker one if you wanted to hang out with me over there. All right, guys, that's it. That's going to wrap up this episode. I want to thank you guys again for taking time out of your day to listen. Hopefully, this has helped you. Hopefully, it's opened your eyes if you were thinking about launching a second brand. And hopefully, it's helped you in some way. And if it has, you know what? Share this with someone. Share the podcast with someone that you think that would get value from this. All right, so that's it, guys. That's going to wrap it up. Once again, I want to remind you, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, and say it very proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Peace. Peace.